Hey guys, how you doing? Thank you for listening and watching the Pink Cloud Nine podcast and YouTube channel. How are you doing today? You guys, I have a treat for you because I have the beautiful, the intelligent, the author, Jessica Ann, with her book, What If Roxy. How are you doing today? I'm doing really good. Thank you, Catherine. How are you? I'm doing good. I'm really excited to hear in your own words about your book. Tell us about the title and how it came about and what what you can tell us about well, it. Well, the title is What If Roxy, and uh, it came about because when my son was little, probably I think around five or so, he had the what ifs, hmm. um, and they really affected him a lot, you know, so much that he had like stomach issues, and it was the constant, what if this happens, Mama? What, what if this, what if that, and um, I kind of was thinking of his story one day, you know, and the things we had tried with him, because at the time we didn't really realize it was anxiety, and uh, when I was kind of thinking of it, I thought of our our dog, Roxy, who has a bit of anxiety herself, Mm -hmm. and it just kind of fit having her as the the star in the book, so to speak. Aw, that's awesome, because it can be for, like, uh, people that uh, have pets but no children, or you right. know, you know, it can. I like that. I like that you used your, you know, little pup there to um, be yeah, the star. <laughs> That's cute. Yeah, you know, and it worked out good because we had two at the time, uh, Riley and Roxy. Uh, unfortunately, we had to have Riley put down this past May. He was oh, sorry, not real healthy, um, right. and he he um, kind of represented me, and then Roxy represented my son Zach. Um, so, you know, Riley was the big brother. He was always there helping, you know, Roxy out and helping her with her different exercises and stuff. And mm-hmm. and so it just kind of fit, you know, and having our dogs in a story that I wrote kind of about Zach for him. Um, yeah. You know, I, I thought it just kind of was a cute idea at the time. It's a really great legacy, you know, to, um, you. you know, encapture it all. Um, what year was it published? Um, it just was published this year, although okay. it's been in the right. works about 10 years. Yeah. <laughs> you know, right. when I, I, I wrote it, um, it came very quickly to me. I think I wrote it like in a day. Um, and it was more just, you know, a little thing to kind of, you know, read with Zach. And, you know, the more I thought about it, I thought, well, you know, it could maybe help some other, you know, families mm-hmm. out there going through the same things. And, you know, I just quite never got around to the illustrations I wanted with it. Sure. And, then, you know, kind of with some of these apps with photos, you know, I, I kind of figured out, you know, I liked what I saw with this one. And I'm like, finally, maybe I can, you know, get get it going. So it finally all worked out. That's great. And how how is the anxiety going around, uh, you know, years later? How is that being managed um, by people around you? You know, it, it's been, it's a tough time now because now he's 17 Mm-hmm. He's kind of been going through puberty the last couple of years, and I really think that that has an effect because mm-hmm. when he went through it the first time when he was little, mm-hmm. you know, he was able to manage it with going on, you know, a low dose of medication, sure. and he was able to wean off of it. And he had a good few years where, you know, it really wasn't affecting him. He was back, you know, a normal, happy kid. But then, um, like, seventh grade kind of was rolling around, and you could tell it was kind of starting to come back. and. And I can tell, like, when he has growth spurts, I think it really affects him more, too. So, you know, he is he is struggling with it again, but, you know, he's a tough kid, and, you know, we just keep at it. We keep trying. We, you know, he, he 
you know, has a therapist, and, you know, we just keep kind of going at it, and, mm-hmm. and I keep telling him, you know, just, just hang on a little bit longer, you know, get mm-hmm. out of the teenage years when you're, you know, hormones and everything, you know, finally slow down, and, you mm-hmm. know, that stuff doesn't quite add as much to it, too. Well, you know, pink cloud nine is a recovery term. I've been in recovery for three and a half years for addiction and mental health. I am actually a bipolar one. I have borderline personality disorder. I have ADHD and I have a low grade anxiety. But I think the anxiety is like a symptom of all the other stuff. You know what I mean? Like my main problem is not anxiety it's I'd say bipolar it's the one that I need to take medication for it's the one that I've suffered with heavily since I was you know um coming out of puberty in that time in that high school time and you know so I have struggled with my fair share of mental health um issues and and whatnot so myself uh quite it really affected me when you know as a mom you're seeing your your little kid go through something that you can't quite pinpoint Mm -hmm. and you can't help you know because your mom you're supposed to be able to help fix things and Mm -hmm. um it it took so much out of me just with all of his what ifs and and trying to be there to you know help him and and calm him down that he would go to school and Mm -hmm. I would sleep all day because it took so much just to kind of get ready for him to come back home again Right. And his counselor right. had said, you know, well, he's like that at home because you're his safe place. Yeah. So at least if kids have a safe place that they can unload, mm-hmm. that's great. Because mm-hmm. if they keep stuff inside, right. you know, and, and little kids don't quite know how to verbalize or mm-hmm. um, explain what they're going through. So like with him, he was constantly saying, oh, my tummy hurts, my tummy sure. hurts. And, you know, we had him taken to the doctor. We had him tested to see if there was something wrong, sure. um, you know, and, and we understand that kids, like, you know, they can't verbalize that well. So right. to him, that's the best he could do. It wasn't saying, like, I'm worried or, you know, all of this. So it was kind of hard. It was kind of tricky to, you know, pinpoint it was anxiety. Um, but he had great teachers at school, great counselor sure. that kind of helped helped me figure out, okay, it's definitely something like this. And then once, you know, we figured it out, okay, we had, you know, somewhere to go with it then and then try things with it. Right. Okay. Well, that you know, you got uh, a lot of the help that y'all needed, and that's really good. Um, so, tell us before before I forget, where can uh, people find your book? You can find it on Amazon.com. Yeah. Good. Um, you can uh, either buy a paperback version, or you can download it on Kindle. If you have Kindle Unlimited, it is a free download. So. Awesome. What? Uh, how many pages is it? Uh, I'm it's big only on... 17 pages it's, okay, it's a cool. small thin book you know because it's written it's geared more towards younger children okay. so you know I, I didn't want to make it too long I wanted yeah. it to be something that could keep their attention well I'm like a not too many pages kind of reader so that's perfect you know um, it's a picture too so that helps <laughs> yeah yeah the, the novels they really just like don't grab my attention when it's too long when it's like 500 pages it's like it's daunting you know it's like yeah. you know i think it's great that people write that much and that that well or you know that that long but for as a reader i'm like ugh, 
I can't do yeah. 500 pages. Sorry, I just can't. My, my concentration level can't take mm -hmm. that either. <laughs> exactly. Okay, cool. What do you read? Uh, what do you get inspired by? You know, um, I have fibromyalgia myself, mm -hmm. so along with that, I think with some of the medication I've taken, it, it makes reading very difficult for me. Sure. So I really don't read too much myself mm -hmm. just because, like I said, you know, I okay. my brain kind of, loses focus very quickly um so you know more shorter things obviously but um yeah like i said i just really enjoyed writing this because you know it was something you know passionate that i was passionate about yeah. and felt like oh huh, you know maybe it can help someone else too you know like i think if he'd had this book when he was going through it you know he would have thought oh it's it's some it's a character like me you know and yeah. and just you know because it is so frustrating for parents um you know you get down on yourself can't understand you know it's frustrating not only for you but we have to remember it's frustrating it's that much more for our kids yeah. and so you know to, to bring a little bit of humor and lightness into it I think that's kind of what you know I was just hoping to do with it yeah and I feel that also you can read it with your child or your child can read it to you or you know it's like a family book you know so yeah that I yeah. really like once, that once the kids maybe read it a few times they'll, they'll know what the dogs are going to say and Mm -hmm. with something so cool awesome and uh roxy is uh you mentioned it's still with y'all right or yes, yes. yes okay yeah 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 that's awesome oh yeah. okay cool um so um if okay so i think we talked a little bit before we got on the air about how there may be other books in the works for you if you can talk about it, great. If not, that's okay too. But if you have any ideas on, like, something that you might you might want to expand on this one, or you might want to write about a whole another topic, do you have any tidbits? Um, I guess just tidbits. You know, I don't really have anything in the works necessarily. Mm -hmm. Um, just because, like I said, this one took a long time for me. Yeah. Um, and I because I felt like I had the experience with it, you know, like everything that Roxy tries kind of to conquer her anxiety, you know, those are things that we got from like different therapy visits. So, um, mm -hmm. it would have to be something that, you know, I, I had the knowledge on or, you know, something that was, that really affected me. So, you know, yeah, I'm yeah, not yeah. saying no, you know, who knows, maybe there's another, another Roxy book out there, you know, we'll have to see. <laughs> right. That That's what I'm looking forward to. I'm like, what's a Roxy part two, you know? <laughs> You know, how is Roxy in her older age or something? How right. is she coping yeah. with her anxiety, you know, 10 years later? Who knows, you know? Yeah. So that's cool. Um, all right, cool yeah. deal. So um, do you have any last words of encouragement or um, anything that you want to say to the families that are, you know, suffering Just, from? Uh, don't give up hope. Keep fighting. You know, it, it's hard. You know, as adults, we can understand when we go through anxiety, depression, it's not a, a one quick fix. What works for someone doesn't necessarily mean it's going to work for us. And it's a lot of trial and error sometimes. So just, you know, keep trying, keep letting your kids know you're there for them, you know, to help them through it, you know, and that's about the, the most important thing I can say is just do it together, be there together. Yeah. What genre is it under? Is it under self-help, improve, self-empower? I don't know. Um, I think it's under um, children's books. Oh, okay. Okay. Awesome. Good deal. Um, what kind of uh, hobbies do you have, um, or do y'all 
use to cope with anxiety. I know I have like a bunch of hobbies, including candle making. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, my son, he really enjoys, he plays video games. He, he yeah. loves to draw. So that's, you know, an outlet for him to work on that too. Um, and, you know, honestly, he, with this whole COVID thing, um, the Zoom thing at first was a little bit hard for him. You know, sure. that kind of gave him anxious feelings. But the more he, he worked at it and the more he realizes he can visit people through it, um, I think it helps him to think he's helping others by, you know, reaching out. So um, that too. But, yeah, just keeping, you know, busy, having those moments. But then I, I told him, too, you know, when you have those good days and you do have a bad day, I'm like, just take it as it is. Say, all right, you know what? I'm not feeling the greatest day, so I'm going to let myself have today. Yeah. And then just look at tomorrow as starting over. Yeah. Absolutely. I have one last question for you. How do you define happiness? Mm, happy. <laughs> that one always stumps people. They're like, I, get, I mean, not always, but for the most part, they're like, oh, well, let me think about that one. Because it's like, it comes out of nowhere. But I'm like, I, I'm always genuinely interested what makes people happy or how do they define happiness or how do you view happiness? Or, you know, I can tell you how um, I feel I think about I would it. Say when the people you love are doing well. Yeah. Um, doesn't matter what they're doing or where they are, as long as they're doing well, that makes me happy. Yeah, that's true. I believe that happiness um, is a choice. I believe that uh, even in terrible, horrible situations, we can choose to be happy or we can choose to fall into the negativity of the situation as well. So, you know, it's just something that I've really like looked at in the last two years and especially with COVID it's like you know a lot of people are finding it harder and harder to find happiness or to you know you know it's just so crazy but I do think about it a lot I want obviously I want everybody to be happy and healthy but you know it's a it's a world of um, of battles and struggles and getting through them and like you said you know not giving up and keep going and and just hang on, hang on a little bit longer, right? Yeah, exactly. And and, and talk, talk mm-hmm. to your family, talk, find somebody to talk to if you just need to, because keeping it in that just is not good. So letting them know it's okay. You know, hey, if you don't want to talk to me, you know, talk to your counselor, talk mm-hmm. to a friend, someone. Right. Yeah, getting it off your chest and out of your subconscious helps. Right. Cool. I mean, yeah. For some reason, I've had I've confused subconscious with unconscious. I know the difference, but you know, it's like you know, I think about that. You you get it, you get it, you get me. I think about those things and they confuse me. Okay, cool deal. Well, thank you so much, Jessica Ann, with your book "What If Roxy," and you guys can find it on Amazon Kindle, and uh, it's available to purchase now. So please be sure to check it out. Uh, I'm very excited. I can't wait to get my hands on it. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for having me, Catherine. Alrighty. Thank you.